Welcome into a special episode of the Unnamed MMA Podcast. I'm Adam Abdallah. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam A. Abdallah. Across from me, as always, is Jordan Sherwood. You can follow him on Twitter at Wood on ESPN 1000. I say a special episode because coming up November 17th, Friday, November 17th at Wintrust Arena, it is the return of Bellator. Bellator 301 comes back to the city of Chicago. It is a great event as always. Sergio Pettis against Patchy Mix and then, of course, the headline or Amosov against Jackson, but we have got a doozy for you today because we are talking to Danny Sabatello, Chicago's very own Danny Sabatello, as he has a rematch against Rafian Stotts, split decision last time. Danny Sabatello, like I said, fighting out of Chicago. We appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. How's it going? Yeah, thank you for having me, man. D- Danny, and j- just right off of that, like how how awesome is it for you to... I can't believe this fighting for the first time as a professional in front of your home Chicago crowd. Yeah, this is actually a dream come true. Um, I've been thinking about this moment ever since I began on this MMA journey. You know, it was just unfortunate growing up. Um, I didn't really uh, go back to Chicago and have too many fights or, or any fights at all in that matter. So just to be able to come back for the first time and perform in front of my family, my friends, my fans, is just everything that I could ever ask for. And what better way than to have a guy, a piece of shit by the name of Rafian Stotts, a guy that I need to get revenge on and a guy that I need to redeem myself on. So it's really a storybook uh, tale right now, and I'm just so excited. We're about two weeks out now, and I just get goosebumps thinking about it. So you you obviously started the trash talk. You're no, you're no, uh, you don't shy away from trash talking your opponents. What is it about Rafian Stotts that made you want to get Revenge uh, from the split decision. What did you want? Why did you want to fight him and why right now? Yeah, well, for starters, I'm always going to trash talk. I believe in mental warfare. I believe in getting in your opponent's head. And, and just the plain fact of I think that you should not like the guy that you're going inside a cage and fighting. You know, call me crazy, but I fucking hate the guy. So I'm always going to hate my opponent no matter what. But this one is a little bit different just because we have so much history. Uh, me and Rafael have been going back and forth for over a year now. You know, before our first fight, we didn't like each other. Um, and then with everything and all the controversy going down, with me winning that fight and him getting gifted the judges' scorecards, um, I think this just has a little bit more sauce on it. Um, this is a guy that I don't like no matter if it's in the fighting world or outside the fighting world. You know, one thing I always am is I'm cool after uh, performing, whether it's the win or the loss. Uh, for about five minutes after the judge's decision, you're kind of cool with your opponent. The dust has settled. It's over. And after he was gifted the decision, the first thing he said on the mic was, fuck you, Sabatello. So that's something that stuck with me for over a year. You know, I listen to his dumbass voice before I go to sleep every night thinking about that. So this is the one that I'm just absolutely super amped up about, super charged up about. And I just fucking hate the guy. You know, if it was out to me, I would fight the guy 500 more times. No, I don't think that this is just going to be the last fight between us. I want to fight him every day for the rest of my fucking life because I hate this piece of shit. <laughs> that, that's great. Okay, so outside of your hatred probably doubling up, what, what, what did you learn from the fight, though? What was something you went in, maybe it surprised you, or maybe you think about you have to change for yourself or, or preparing for Rafael as you're two weeks out? Yeah, I just need more volume. You know, I went back and watched the first fight about ten times now. Um, and the main thing that stuck with me is I just didn't throw enough. You know, I think it was enough to get the decision because 
I controlled him the entire time. You know, admittedly, I didn't have very much damage on him, but he didn't have any damage on me. So I need to be inside of his guard if I'm on top of him throwing punches, going for submissions, because at the end of the day, the only people's views that matter on this is three judges, and you're trying to convince them that you win the fight, not the crowd, not your coaches, not your teammates, not anybody else. Um, so I know that if I'm just going for broke and when I'm on a controlled position on top, I need to be hitting him with strikes. I need to be going for broke on submissions because, you know, the old saying is you never leave it in the hands of the judges. It's just so true. You know, I kind of always heard that in my MMA career, but I never really fully understood it until I got one ripped away from me. Uh, so I just have to go in there, always go for the finish. Um, and, and even if I am content in a position, I need to keep advancing to try to finish the fight. I vividly remember in the last fight between us, I was controlling him for about 15 minutes. I think we were in the fourth round, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is going to be so easy. It's going to be a quick decision. I'm not going to take any punishment. Why would I make any risk in terms of maybe he could slip in a decision or, or a submission or something like that? So I got complacent. This fight, I'm not going to get complacent. I'm going to put my elbow through his fucking skull. Danny Sabatella joining us here, fighting Rafian Stotzi on November 17th, Bellator 301 here on the Unnamed MMA podcast. So obviously you don't like Rafian. Like we, we, we can, that's, that's fairly obvious. How do you control the emotions that night? Like how do you not get yourself too amped up and too worked up so you don't, you know, come out too strong and make a mistake? Well, you know what? I just kind of roll with the vibe. A lot of people always say you don't want to get too emotional or be too invested or too pissed off. Well, fuck that. I'm a little bit different. I'm an emotional guy. I'm a passionate guy. I'm a guy with a lot of energy, and I'm going to bring that into the cage. You know, I don't try to tame this anger down. I do fantasize about putting my fucking elbow through his skull, and I'm going to try to do that right before the bell rings and right as the bell rings and throughout the entire fight. You know, one thing about me is I have the best stamina and best endurance in MMA, so I'm not really too worried about getting all jacked up and getting a little bit tired because I go too hard. I, I'm going to be going hard for the whole 15 minutes no matter what. So when you are gifted with such good stamina and always going hard, you don't really have to worry about getting tired, and, and that's just that's the game plan going forward is just – Push the tempo, push the pace. He's not going to be able to keep up. Break him mentally, break him physically, get him bloody, sweaty, and tired, and just dance on his fucking face. Danny, obviously, you know, we're recording this here in Chicago. People will be able to listen to it. So a lot of fans of yours, you know, following your career. And obviously, most of them know also, you had an opportunity uh, on Dana White's Contender Series. You had a dominating win, some obscene scorecards, yet not given a contract. And, you know, based on what we're learning about your personality and your mindset, is there a little bit of uh, you that still, like, you know, wants to prove Dana White UFC wrong and get to the UFC? I mean, not really. I don't need to prove anything to anybody except to myself. You know, I got into this sport to have fun and be the fucking best. You know, I need that belt around my weight. Uh, my waist, and, and yeah, I did have a 30-24 scorecard on Dana White's Contender Series, which to this day is still the only scorecard that's ever happened. Um, so I pride myself on that. I straight dominate guys when I fight them. Uh, you know, Dana didn't take me, but fortunately enough, that was a blessing in disguise because that landed me in Bellator, and I'm very happy with Bellator. They take great care of me. They put on great fights. I get along great with everybody in the promotion, 
all the way from the top, from Scott Coker, the owner, all the way to the people behind the scenes that people don't know about. So I'm very happy with how my career has transpired. Um, I don't know what the future holds for me in my career, uh, but as long as I'm fighting, I'm always going to be happy. You know, no matter what, as long as Danny Sabatello, the Italian gangster, goes out there and fights multiple times a year, I'm going to be happy no matter what. You know, I'm not one of these guys that fights once or twice a year. I don't know what those fucking pussies are even fighting for. I like fighting multiple times a year, and I've always been that way. So once again, you know, um, obviously Dana didn't take me. Maybe I'll end up in the UFC one day. Maybe not. I don't know. I can do a lot of things, but I can't tell the future. So, obviously, a fighting here in Chicago, Bellator 301. This is always a great card whenever Bellator does come to Chicago the last few years. I, you may not know this about the, uh, your, the future of your career, but be the analyst for us for a second here. Sergio Pettis against Patchy Mix. They're in the same division you are in the bantamweight. Uh, can you kind of handicap this fight for us a little bit? Yeah, well, for starters, they both fucking suck. Um, I would run through both of those guys. Uh, I think, fortunately enough, for Patchy Mix, Sergio sucks just a little bit more. So I see Patchy not only beating him, but I think Patchy stops him. Um, I don't really understand how Sergio has got to this point. I don't know how he's a champion. It's actually a disgrace because he's terrible. Um, I think his ground game is absolutely atrocious, and Patchy is going to expose that. Um, I think on the feet, Sergio is also going to have trouble, which might seem a little weird because he's a stand-up guy, but... I don't think Sergio has fought somebody as tall as Patchy. You know, when you look at his success coming against guys that are a little bit shorter, you know, obviously he got the lucky knockout against Kyoji Horiguchi, but that was only because his spinning back fist was in range. You know, when you have a guy like Patchy Mick, it's a little bit harder to land your strike. So I think Patchy dominates that fight from bell to bell. Um, and, and to be honest with you, I want to fight both those guys. I want to fight not just the winner, obviously, for the belt, but I want to fight the losers. I don't like either of them. Final thought for you, Danny, and I know, look, you're preparing for fight week. You got a big fight coming up in a couple of weeks, but we just had Halloween. So in your opinion, and maybe you didn't have a chance to cheat or not, but what is, who, what is the, the candy bar that best represents Danny Sabatello, or what's your go-to candy bar uh, You know, in a situation where, you, where you're actually indulging yourself? Um, I don't really know. I don't really eat candy right now. All I'm doing is focus like a motherfucking machine, oh. like an animal. I'm beating the shit out of Rocky on stop. Candy and all candy eaters can go fuck themselves. I'm focused on Chicago. <laughs> all, right. all right. Danny, give us a, a message, uh, more than you have, I guess, so far, to the fans and uh, those who are going to be coming out to see Bellator 301 at Wintrust Arena here in a couple weeks. Yeah, this Wintrust Arena is going to get the roof absolutely imploded on it. Um, I'm going to bring the roof off. Obviously, I have a lot of family, friends, former teammates at this thing, and I'm going to give them an absolute show. They deserve it. The Chicago MMA fans are insane. They're amazing, and it's going to be something that you're going to want to witness because there's going to be a lot of blood, and there's going to be a lot of bad blood between me and Rafael Stott. I'm going to beat the fuck out of them. Bellator 301 featuring... Who you just heard, Danny Sabatello against Rafian Stotts, fighting out of Chicago. Danny Sabatello, the, all of Chicago is going to be behind you, obviously. We hope you win this fight as well. Friday, November 17th, Wintrust Arena. Get your tickets at bellator.com. This is going to be a great event. It always is at Wintrust Arena. Danny, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you, boys.